It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Go Birds Pod, another edition of ESP's Draft Guides. James Seltzer will be back with us tomorrow. We'll have a new Go Birds Pod live at 10 a.m. on Tuesday to talk about everything going on with the team. Certainly a ton of draft stuff, but as I have been doing these last few days and going to continue to do until we do every position in the draft, today I want to talk about wide receiver and why I think it's a critically important position for the Eagles. Really one they should consider at number 10 with Jackson Smith, who we'll get into from Ohio State. But at 30, I think there is a name I really like that I think they could target. Maybe you move up a few spots, but I think there's a decent chance he is at there at 30. So let's get into some of the receivers. But first, I want to talk about why it's an important need for the team. So as good as there was a lot of reasons the, the team was really good last year, right? We all saw. The defense was great. The offense was great. They won from the lines. Like, we, we know the positions that really mattered for them. But ultimately, when you look at 2021 to 2022, the difference in the team was the passing game. Like, that was the difference, right? And why was it the difference? Obviously, Jalen took a huge step forward, extremely accurate, all those things. But the other thing is they added A.J. Brown, and they just had more talent at receiver. Devontae was better. The duo of A.J. and Devontae, arguably the best wide receiver duo in the NFL. Certainly you can make a case uh, for the receivers down in Miami. But ultimately, they had great receivers. Now, I think Quez is a really good receiver. I, I take that back. As soon as I started to say it, I was like, oh, that's a little too strong. I think Quez is a good receiver. He does have elite speed. I think when you only have four or five, if even that, if you only have three or four targets a game, your mistakes stick out way more. But ultimately, if he makes that catch in the Super Bowl, we might be talking about this team as Super Bowl champions. Like, that's the difference. So, you know, you see this a little bit with running back when talking about the positional importance. Like, Yes, they are going to probably have a running back by committee to an extent. They're going to throw the ball a ton, like all those things. But ultimately, when you're talking about being an offense that's going to have to win games and winning big games against elite offenses, Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, right? Potentially Dallas if Dak is better. San Francisco, if they get good quarterback plays, a good offense. 
you're talking about like needing to score in the 30s, if not the the high 30s to win, then every player on the team and the and that starting offense, you have to be almost elite at every position, right? So think about the Super Bowl again. If the player that that's running that route isn't Quez and it's a first round pick or if it's a receiver they paid money for that's it like that might be the difference in the game right there so I know there's resource allocations and I understand those things but the bottom line is a number three receiver on this offense can really help and not to mention if you draft someone at 10 or at 30 or in the later rounds we'll get into some of those guys but I'm talking about like one of the best receivers in this draft and god forbid Devante goes down or AJ goes down then you have someone that you know has big game pedigree, someone that has an elite skill set in their body that you can move to the outside. I mean, if they lost AJ for six weeks, they would be in a lot of trouble. If Devontae were to go down, they would be in a lot of trouble. If you use the 10th pick on a receiver or 30th pick, not only are you adding a, a player to the offense that can be a big time player in the, in the spots he's getting, but you're also giving yourself a extremely important safety net should one of those goes down go down so what am i looking for in a receiver and when i when i read these draft guides when i watch the youtube of these receivers what do i look for both in what i like from a receiver but also what the team's looking for now we're going to talk about this almost exclusively as the third receiver because realistically you do have Devontae and aj so i think it's important the receiver they draft has an ability to go outside but in terms of just like getting on the field and being, you know, the getting a ton of snaps, he's going to have to play in the slot primarily. An ability to go outside, but has to really have the skill set they're looking for in the slot. So, in the slot, you can look for a, a couple things. One, you don't have to have the big spe- the big size that you need on the outside. So, you can look for undersized guys. Quez is undersized. He's not short, but he's he's very skinny, right? Um, but what he does have and what I know the team really likes about him and what they really want in a third receiver is speed to get down the field, elite speed to stretch the defense. Nick Sirianni, if you asked him, he would tell you that one of the reasons they were so successful over the middle of the field is teams respected Quez's deep speed. Now, me and you could debate if that was the correct thing for them for them to do. He did make some big plays down the field. He certainly was not catching 40-yard bombs every other week, but Nick Sirianni felt that they respected his speed. So the guy that they're going to draft to replace Quez has to have elite speed. He has to be able to play on the inside. In my in my opinion, he has to have experience playing on the inside. Of course, if you take someone on the outside that was great in college, you can teach him to learn on the inside. But I like receivers in college that that was their role. Because again, when you're drafting, you want to... You want to take away as many variables as possible. And one variable is taking a player that did something in college and projecting how they'll do it in your offense or in the NFL. If you see a player that played in the slot in college, it's easier to project how he'll do in the NFL. So that's the need for the position. That's what I'm looking for. Let's get into some of the players. Um, One receiver, and I put him number one on my big board only because I think he's just... He's more realistic at 30, and I just don't think they're going to take a receiver at 10. I think that, you know, we'll get into Jackson Smith. I think he's the most talented receiver in the draft. But I think Jordan Addison out of USC is right there with him. As good as Jackson Smith is, Jordan Addison, I think, has like all the qualities of being an instant impact guy in the NFL. Six foot, 175 pounds. So he is undersized. But again, if you're putting him in the slot, he's going against smaller receivers. He's not getting pushed as much on the line. I think he would be a great slot receiver in the NFL. So comes to the NFL with a 
with a really good resume. He was named the best wide receiver college best wide receiver in college football with Pittsburgh in 2021, transfers to USC, and has a really good year there. I mean, if you look at what he did, he ran over a thousand snaps in the slot last year. Oh, sorry, in the last two years. So ran over a thousand snaps in the last two seasons from the slot. Has a ton of experience being on the uh, on the inside. And he's successful on the inside for two reasons. One, he's an excellent route runner. Sometimes on on uh, in college receivers, you'll see them win on the outside just because they're so much bigger than the other than the cornerbacks that they're going against, especially guys that are drafted high. Jordan Addison went inside and he won by being an excellent route runner. He creates separation with his route running. Very similar, not as great of a route runner coming out as Devonte, but watching Devonte transition from Alabama to NFL has taught me the the uh, how important it is to have great or what a benefit it is to be a great runner route runner coming out of college. Jalen Rager, for everything everyone wants to rip him about, was not a great route runner, and that's part of the reason he he struggled to transition. Jordan Addison is already an excellent route runner, so he creates separation with uh with his route running but then he also has very good speed like i don't think he has you know you look at the stopwatch and you're blown away speed but he he has speed to run away from guys when you combine his route running with his quickness he definitely has the speed to to stretch the field every draft guide you read says he has the speed to to you know stretch defenses to to pull a safety down the field with him and if teams don't respect his speed he has the speed to make him pay so I like him in in the slot for the Eagles for a couple reasons. Elite speed, great route runner, but also only two drop passes last season. He has great hands. And for all of Quez's skills, I don't think Quez has great hands. I do think he struggles with drops. So if the Eagles were to draft Jordan Addison at 30 or maybe move up a little bit for him, you know, again, 27, whatever, you know, a few picks to make sure you get him. He could come in day one. He's experienced. He's played the position. He has the qualities they're, they're looking for. Big time player that played at a big program, and he has great hands. So you add him to this offense, and you know, the whole Bijan thing at 10, we will debate till the cows come home. But ultimately, if you add Jordan Addison to this offense, you are adding someone that will be an instant impact guy from day one and can take this offense to the next level. So I really like Jordan Addison out of USC for the Eagles. Next up, Jackson Smith, out of uh, the wide receiver out of uh, Ohio State. I'm sure you guys are more familiar with him. Uh, he's probably the most talked about receiver in the draft. Six foot one, 200 pounds. Played a ton in the slot when Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave were there in 2021. Then in 2022, he moved to the outside more, but he had hamstring issues last year, which only limited him to three games. So that is something when you know building this big board. Another reason why I would probably put Jordan Addison over him as much as I like Jackson Smith and you could argue there's more talent in his body Jordan Addison you know hadn't had the injury concerns that Jackson Smith has so that is one concern with Jackson Smith but what I do really like about Jackson Smith is reading the scouting reports watching him I actually watched a few interviews uh, that he did he kind of reminds me of Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith in the way that he is just a pro player that was playing in college right Excellent route runner. Extremely like uh, you don't see him make stupid penalties. You don't see him make stupid mistakes. He's been in basically a pro receiver during his time in the NFL. And all the scouting reports say how mature he is, how football smart he is. Great route runner. Great hands. 
I don't think he has um, like elite special physical traits. So I think he's just like really good at everything. But in the top 10, sometimes you want to see those elite physical traits. Like that's why Jalen Carter is a top 10 pick. That's why Bijan is discussed as a top 10 pick compared to some of the other running backs. They just have, you know, physical traits in their bodies that make them worthy of that pick. Jackson Smith, I think, doesn't have those, but when you, but I think he's a little more like Devontae in the way that he's just good at everything and he's so ready to come in to contribute. So doesn't have special speed. I don't think he's as fast, in my opinion, watching them and reading about them as Jordan Addison, but I think he has enough speed that he could stretch the field if they put him in on the slot. What I like about him is he could move to the outside. Um, you know, he's a little bigger, uh, you know, 25 pounds heavier than Jordan Addison. So if Devontae or AJ were to go down, you could move him to the outside. But again, just a professional receiver. Put up 1,600 yards, almost 17 yards a catch, 95 catches in 2021 with nine touchdowns. And that's with Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. So all the talent that's come out of Ohio State, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. is there, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, like, some people view Jackson Smith as the best one. So they he will not last to 30. I mean, I would be surprised. Like maybe he gets into the late teens, early 20s. I don't think he's a realistic pick at 10, but he would come to this offense and take them to the next level. Like he just would. Having him take those snaps that Quez took and having him get those targets and having the important targets that Quez got go to him it could really take this offense to the next level. So I would put him number two just because he wouldn't be in my top three or four at number 10. And I don't think and the injury concerns are a little bit of something. So I would go Jordan Addison, then Jackson Smith. So what's interesting about this draft is outside of those guys, there's really, I mean, there's, you know, there's the receiver out of TCU who I don't think fits this team, but I, it does feel like there's a gap. Like there's Jackson Smith, uh, you know, the receiver out of TCU, Jordan Addison, probably like a level below those in terms of how they're viewed. But then I think there's a pretty big gap. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. After that, here's some receivers I like um, outside of, of those top two that are really kind of first round options. Uh, Kayshawn, uh, again, and if you've listened to these, you know, I struggle with the name pronunciations. I apologize up front. I just do. Uh, Kayshawn, um, I'm actually going to live look this up and see if there's a pronunciation because boy, oh boy, this is a name that if I mispronounce it, it's going to sound like, frankly, like I'm saying, but, and I don't want to do that. Uh, Booty. Okay. Kayshawn Booty out of uh, LSU. So there we go. Live, live uh, potting right there. Six foot, 205 pounds. So bigger than the two receivers we already talked about. Um, what I like about him is you can do a lot with him. He's like a running back once he has the ball. When you read the scouting reports, extremely explosive uh, after the catch. He's hard to bring down. Um, you can move him around. You can put him in the slot. You could give it to him out of the backfield. You could do a lot of different things with him. But what I like about him too is he's only 20 years old. So he is inconsistent, which is something you read a lot when, when you read about him. But I think 
a little maybe unlike Jackson Smith, he has special physical traits in his body. Like you take him and he's like a third or fourth round projection. Maybe he'll probably go higher than he should. I don't think he's ready to produce like a third rounder would, but because of his special traits, he'll probably go a little higher, but only 20 years old. Again, the inconsistency could be a youth thing. You saw that drops have been a bit of an issue with him. Doesn't make a ton of contested catches, but again, physical traits like, Great size, great speed, hard to bring down. Um, he's someone that if the Eagles could get him in the fourth round, you feel good about him as a depth piece, but then you can develop him into potentially being that slot guy or being able to take on a larger role if AJ or Devontae uh, were to go down. And I do think that the Eagles, when you talk about receivers especially, they have the coaching staff to take guys from a guy like uh, Kayshawn Booty out of LSU turn him in to a special receiver. Like Nick Sirianni's coach receivers. I think um, the receiver coach has done a good job of developing guys. So I am more willing at this position than other positions to take someone that just has special physical traits and trust that the coaching staff can turn him into something. So he wouldn't come to the Eagles and play a ton of snaps right away. He wouldn't fix the Quez problem. But just as like a developmental special guy, Kayshawn Booty out of LSU, I really like. Um, Nathaniel Dell out of Houston, very small, 5'8", 165 pounds. Um, it's basically me at receiver only his weight is a lot more muscle than probably mine is, but five foot eight, 165 pounds, 108 catches for almost 1400 yards, 17 touchdowns, uh, around 900 snaps in the slot the last two seasons. So plenty of experience playing the role that he would play for the Eagles. Explosive creates a ton of space, elite speed super productive and you look at his size and you you know kind of like Devontae and you question all right can he be durable but again 108 catches 1400 yards 17 touchdowns like this is someone that opposing defensive coordinators and he'd have to you know obviously develop because he's a rookie defensive coordinators from week one snap one aren't going to be worried about him but he's somebody that by week four you could see defensive coordinators in their meeting saying okay we have to make sure we know where Dell is in this offense because you're worrying about Devontae, you're worrying about AJ, you put Dell in there, I think that, and, and they move him around and get creative with him, he could be a really special receiver uh, for this team. So explosive, creates a ton of space. Like I said, size is an issue. I think the reason he will drop, he probably will be on the board in the second round for the Eagles, probably won't make it all the way to the third. But another issue is he does have drops, 21 the last two seasons, again, much like uh, Kayshawn Booty out of LSU, special physical traits. I trust the coaching staff to coach him up to kind of get those drops out of his body. But man, this is someone that could come to the Eagles and just be really, really special. All right, next up for me is uh, Josh Downs, five foot ten, 165 pounds. View, I'm sorry, 175 pounds. This is probably someone they could take in the third round. Just an unreal route runner, creates a ton of space. And what I really liked about him that I read a lot was he's great at contested catches. Like he will go up and win 50-50 balls. He's one of those receivers where you say a 50-50 ball is actually an 80-20 ball. Like he is able to go up and make those catches. A slot receiver, over 1,300 snaps in the slot the last two seasons. He doesn't have great speed, but you know, I don't want to compare him to Zach Paschal because I think he's better than Zach Paschal. But we talk so much about 
replacing Quez, which is certainly something I've talked about a lot. But I think Josh Downs has the physicalness that Pascal does. And, you know, again, let's bring up the Super Bowl, right? Like a key series in the game, they have to target Zach Pascal. I think it was on second and seven. Then all of a sudden you're facing a third, a third and long, or I think maybe he caught it for one or two yards. But when you're targeting better players at these positions, you just, you know, maybe Downs, Downs catches it and he gets three or four yards and all of a sudden you're third and short, right? So I think Josh Downs would bring a physicality to the slot position for this team. Again, not great speed, but I think he'd be really good over the middle and I think he could make those contested catches in traffic over the middle. Next up for me, Jalen Hyatt, six foot, 180 pounds, third round again. So probably the the, the third type, uh, the, their third round pick is what you're looking at here. He's someone that really burst onto the scenes uh, with Tennessee when he had 207 yards and five touchdowns versus Alabama this year. One thing, you know, I like this about Justin Jefferson coming out. Like, he made his biggest plays and had his best games in the biggest moments. And I really like that about Hyatt. When you go up against Alabama in that secondary, five touchdowns, 207 yards, like, I'm in. Like, big-time players make big-time plays in big-time games. That describes Hyatt. Elite, elite speed. Like, he will stretch the field for the Eagles. He does a great job tracking the ball. When we talk about Deshaun Jackson sometimes, we talk so much just about his speed. But he was great at tracking the ball. Like in order, Quez has great speed. I don't think Quez is great at tracking the ball. So ultimately, Hyatt's able to make those big plays because not only does he have the speed to get down the field, but he has the uh, the ability to track the ball, to adjust, and to get those passes that maybe aren't perfectly, th- perfectly thrown. Um, 1,200 yards last year. 15 touchdowns, uh, 19 yards per catch. So again, you put him in the slot and you're getting a big play threat down the field. And one thing that, and you know, receivers, it really does matter where you end up. One thing that I do like about him for the Eagles is if you look at what he did at Tennessee, he ran just a ton of vertical routes. Scouting reports bring up the fact that he doesn't have an expansive route tree. That'll be another team's problem. For the Eagles, he will be able to come into the slot, run down the field, and just be a massive threat for them uh, out of the slot. So maybe with this coaching staff, you can teach him those other routes. He turns into a better route runner. You can put him on the outside. But week one, snap one, he's able to do exactly what this team needs. Again, 19 yards per catch, big plays, big games, elite speed. Jalen Hyatt out of Tennessee, if he lasts to the third, I think would be a great pick for this team. Um Next up for me, Marvin Mims out of Oklahoma. Probably a fourth-round pick, so you're getting into the point where there's that long stretch where the Eagles don't have picks, but he's a big play threat from the slot, ran a ton of down-the-field routes from the slot at Oklahoma, Six foot three, 200 pounds, and if you look at what he's averaged this year, again, like proven production over the last three years, 20 yards per catch, 22 yards per catch, 16 and a half yards per catch the last three seasons, so consistently made big plays down the field. He has good size, again, six foot three, 200 pounds, so he can go up and make those contested catches. Maybe a little, a little like underside, a little too tall for the slot. Six foot three, 200 pounds. He doesn't have a ton on his body. So the slot, he'll be able to go in and do it for sure because he just has, he has enough size. Again, 200 pounds, you can play in the slot, but he has the, the height as well to go up and make those contested catches. But again, this is a big, a big play threat, 20, 22, 16 and a half yards per carry. Big time program. So I think he would come in and be able to deal with the pressure of being a week one starter. Um, so I, I'm in on Marvin Mims. He's someone you'd probably have to either take on that third round or maybe try to find a way to move back up. And, you know, who knows how the draft plays out, but he's not a first or second round um, 
potential potential pick in my opinion. Uh, two more receivers I like: Jaden Reed out of Michigan State, six foot, one hundred and eighty five pounds. When I read his scouting reports and watched him, what I like is you saw him do a lot of stuff. Like he lined up on the outside, he lined up in the slot, he played running back. He's a great route runner, and because of his versatility, he could come to the Eagles and be moved all around because of that. He can run the routes out of the backfield, he can run the routes out of the slot, he can run the routes out of the outside. Great speed. I like that he fights hard for contested catches. It's something I read in the scouting reports, but then when I watch his YouTube highlights, you see that too. And if we're talking about replacing Quez, like Quez is not great at the point of catch, right? Like we saw in that Dallas game, he gets pushed off the ball and those 50-50 catches turn into interceptions. So I like that Jaden Reed is a physical, a physical player at the point of catch. And that's something I think that he could, you know, upgrade them over Quez with. 23 years old. So, you know, not like a young prospect that, you know, is going to, you're going to develop like you would need him to play kind of right away. But as a later round pick, um, I think he'd be able to contribute on this team. All right. Another player I like, and this guy just like a complete pros, a complete project. But like with this coaching staff, I'm down to take complete projects. Um, man, his name is tough to pronounce. Andre Iosvis. Man, let me do another one of these live uh, these live pods on how the pronunciation. I feel like I did good homework for these, but this is something where I should have looked up how to do it. But out of Princeton, six foot three, two hundred pounds. He's someone showed up at the Senior Bowl, elite speed, but just like a complete prospect. He's basically just a great athlete um, that needs to learn how to play the the position. The positive sign is one thing you do read about is he has a good feel for the ball. We just talked about. Um, it was, sorry, uh, Marvin Mims, his ability to, or no, I'm sorry, Jalen Hyatt, his ability to track the ball down the field. This guy can do the same thing. So six foot three, 200 pounds, great, like frame to play receiver, great speed to play receiver. He just needs to learn the position. Um, he also lined up exclusively on the outside, but as a sixth or seventh round pick, um, I think he's someone that in two years, maybe you look at and go, okay, he's turned into, into a contributing player for the team. So those are the receivers I like. Again, when I look at how this could play out, I'd be really surprised if they took took Jackson Smith at 10. I don't think he's a possibility. I don't think he makes it to 30. Jordan Addison would be somebody I would consider at 30 because I think he could play right away. If you're going to pass on a receiver in the first round, Jalen Hyatt out of Tennessee I really like, Marvin Mims out of Oklahoma. But again, speed, speed, speed from the slot and an ability to stretch the field with a proven track record of doing it in college and being able to translate what you see from tape in the slot to the NFL is what I'm looking for at receiver. What the Eagles' failures at receiver have taught us is you got to be able to run routes. You got to be ready for the moment. Like Reger struggled with those two things. Obviously, great hands are, are part of it, but th- that's what I want from receiver. So thank you all for listening. If you're still listening at this point, very much appreciate it. You are a real one. You are an auto-downloader. If you're still listening and you've not hit auto-download, it really helps the pod. It takes two seconds. Just open that app, look at the top, hit auto-download. You get all the episodes first, and we're going to be having a ton of them leading up to the draft. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I'll talk to you next time. And as always, he's Elliot. I'm James. Window Nation has the coolest deal ever for keeping you warm. Get two windows free with every two you buy with zero down payment, zero monthly payments, and pay zero interest for 24 months. 
Now is the perfect time to take advantage of Window Nation's deep discounts, all while reinvesting in your biggest asset. Not to mention the savings on your energy. Up to 43% of your home utility bill goes to heating and cooling. With new Window Nation windows, you can cut those energy bills during cold winter months by keeping your hot air in and the cold air outside. Go with the window company that has installed over 1 million windows, all with 96% customer satisfaction. Now is the time to upgrade the look and feel of your home, all while saving thousands on your energy bills. Call 866-90-NATION and get two windows free with every two you buy with no limit. Plus, make no down payment, no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months. Call Window Nation today, 866-90-NATION, or go to windownation.com and tell them Elliot Shore Park sent you. 